Hello and welcome. I thought it would be really nice, particularly now restrictions are lifting, to chat a little bit about sort of food-centric environments. Now people are socialising. I think it can feel a little overwhelming, a bit daunting about how you're going to meet your goal, particularly if that's fat loss with socialising. And I think the weekends is always somewhere, um, a place where people start to come unstuck. So I just kind of want to go through some tips, um, some mindset changes you can have, so you can start to smash the weekends. I know in the group, someone said that they had their first on-track weekend. And there really is something about believing that you can have an amazing weekend. You can go socialise with friends, eat some amazing food. You do not have to eat over your energy allowance. You can stay in budget and still have an incredible time. And I think it's about really boostering your self-belief. And the way to do that is to not break that promise to yourself. So my challenge is actually Friday, is if you are listening to this and you've got a weekend coming up, I want you to believe in yourself and trust yourself that you can if you've got fat loss as a goal, if you've got a certain calorie target that you're striving for um, or a a pattern or way of eating that you want um, to sustain it through a weekend. Because by building that bank of weekends that you've had where you have stayed within your calories is going to really start to feed into the fact that you're a person who can go out and socialise without kind of overeating. Again, you obviously don't want to feel massively restricted. We've all been locked down for what feels like 100 years, but also kind of teasing apart the fact that social events are still enjoyable. Um, And even more so if you've had a wicked weekend and you sort of stuck within your energy allowance, you're striving or running towards your fat loss goal, Um, And just, again, just starting to believe that it is possible. So using that phrase again, I think it's really, really helpful that you are working towards being a person who can um, stick within their calorie allowance even at the weekends. There can be a bit of a tendency to maybe eat quite um, restrictively or quite repetitively in the week, which is 100% fine. It's whatever works for you. And then choosing to kind of save calories for the weekend. And in principle, this is fine. Your body composition is going to represent how you treat it over, over kind of weeks and months. So things will equal out in the wash. However, if it puts you into a tricky place with your mindset, or if it starts to feed that kind of slightly restrictive, bingy cycle, I would actually challenge you to basically eat that little bit more in the weekdays, get some more of those kind of much more kind of high value foods in during the week. So you don't have that kind of all or nothing mentality at the weekend where you kind of stray very far from your calorie goal and you just go in the fuck it bucket and you basically will just sort of consume or hoover up everything in sight because you've you've know you've gone off track now what's the point and you'll just start again on Monday because it's that mentality exactly that one I've just described that is gonna keep you stuck so really thinking about how we can kind of boost this self-belief remembering that you can eat whatever you want 
whenever you want and you really um, don't need to uh, save certain foods up for weekends. There is no magic around how you decide to meet your energy allowance each day and I'd actually actively encourage you to kind of maybe normalize more um, foods that you would have called like treat foods or foods that you might use as rewards as just being part of your ordinary diet. If you enjoy eating a type of food and it doesn't appear in your diet at the moment, maybe that could be your challenge this week. Can you see if you can kind of plan it in and still hit your calorie goal. So it is 100% doable um, and it can be really nice. It can really start to make you feel like you've got back that control and power when you know that, I don't know, for example, the bakery um, on a Wednesday does this amazing thing that you really enjoy. You can allocate four or 500 calories to that um, and sort of adjust your day around it and enjoy it kind of guilt-free. It's amazing. It is, I can't tell you the feeling of hitting your fat loss goal while still consuming the foods you love. Because when you've done that, you know you have found the magic formula and you know that you are going to have this this box of tools in the future um, that mean that if you're ever feeling slightly squishy or slightly fluffy, you know what you're going to do to kind of bring yourself um, back into a body that feels more awesome and more like you. And it isn't going to involve any horrible, restrictive, nasty diets. You're just going to sort of rein things in a little bit. But that's really quite nice. And to remember that there isn't any food that's forbidden and there isn't any food that's going to stop you reaching your fat loss goal. It's not about the food. It's going to be about things like quantity and your majority foods versus your minority. And again, I feel that's less loaded than kind of good and bad. Um, so again, just thinking, oh, the majority of the time I go with these whole grains and there's, you know, so many different reasons why that's going to be good for your health, for your um, for your fat loss. And then the minority of time, obviously, you can have the white processed goods and that's also absolutely fine. So trying not to attach kind of moral value onto food is also a really important mind mindset shift. And again, you um, just because you might have this sort of feeling or urge to eat something, just I think we spoke about it last week, but remembering that it's an alert. So it's not a command. Just because it's gone through your head that you might want to go to the kitchen and get that whatever it is, let's say piece of cake, you don't have to do it. And again, just reminding you to start putting in those little roadblocks. So just kind of noticing that slightly irritating, persistent voice, kind of acknowledge it. You can even say out loud, I hear you, you want some cake. Yeah, yeah, later. And just putting a little speed bump in the road. So you're not kind of just acting on that impulse. And you're just making sure that if you do go and have it, that you're going to enjoy it. And that it is kind of lining up with the goal that you have set yourself for this time period. So obviously, if you're in the the six week reset, you know, you have come here for a reason. And just check that there's there's not a naughty little inner voice that's kind of 
um, leading you down another track, the track that you've been down a zillion, million times before that makes you kind of believe that diets don't work and that you can't shift your body composition because you can. But sometimes you just have to acknowledge that that other voice that's in your head wanting that dopamine response straight away, wanting you to go and get that rush. Kind of say, yes, you can have it. If it happens in an evening, you can even be like, yes, of course I can have that. And if I wake up in the morning and still want it, I'm going to have it. But just, you know, you can just experiment what what works best best for you. And again, if you're thinking about kind of food-centric times, and I know there's a lot more of those kind of coming up at the moment, what with um, obviously restrictions lifting and socialising and being much more of a thing, I want you to be... Um, really engaging in these food-centric events. As human beings, we love to base all of our socialising around food and around drink, and that's absolutely fine. But if every weekend you are socialising, and I really, really hope for your sake that you are, you are going to have to have a majority pattern um, of how you approach these food-centric events If you have got a fat loss goal and um, you're looking to shift your body composition. So the first thing I want you to do is have a plan. I think there's loads of barbecues happening, lots of um, picnics, perhaps lots of times where you might be socializing, where you're taking food along to events. And if that's the case, it's super, super simple. You plan something delicious, something that's going to be massively satisfying and something that's also going to help line up with the goal you've chosen. So it might be that you take some amazing, I don't know, roasted broccoli salad and make an amazing dressing to have on the side. And maybe you take some lean protein along or you uh, create some vegetable kebabs or whatever it is, you know the kind of plate method. You've got to imagine that when you're at this event, you can still use that plate method to build your plate of food. And again, when you get there, just kind of make a decision maybe beforehand that you are going to have a plate of delicious, incredible, amazing food. You're going to use the plate method. So you're going to fill it first with all of your kind of leafy, non-starchy carbs. You're then going to have a quarter protein, quarter carb of whatever you fancy. And then you are going to look for kind of some sort of drizzle of fat. So maybe that's some of that dressing you made. But whatever it is, just have a bit of a plan and just decide how you're how you're going to kind of really enjoy that event. And again, when it comes to alcohol and boozing, I know some of the challenges have a great idea, which has just become designated driver. Of course, you can drink and still lose fat. That's absolutely possible. All you need to do to lose fat, which sounds super simple and I know it's not, is obviously be in a calorie deficit. So over the course of this six weeks, you need to have put less energy into your body than you have expended. And booze can massively derail you. So when you've obviously got alcohol in your system, your body's going to really prioritize breaking that down first. So before it's going to touch your fat stores, it's going to want to get rid of that alcohol. 
So maybe just having a number of drinks that you're going to have, have a bit of a strategy about whether you're going to break it up with water, um, choosing lighter options. Um, so choosing things like spirits with um, light tonics or going for kind of dry white wines and just selecting the vessel that you put it in can make a massive difference. So if you're having wine, it might be that you have a small glass and you top it up with soda water. Putting ice cubes in can all be really clever ways just to kind of minimize the effect of the the booze calories and probably what derails people more than the calories in booze is the decisions you make whilst you're drinking because you're suddenly searching out those salty crisps and olives and they're becoming much more attractive and you haven't got you're sort of much less um, inhibited around those foods so obviously you're probably going to eat Um, not in line with your goal. So just kind of being mindful of that. And then the day after, it's going to probably be much harder for you to motivate yourself to train. It's going to be probably a little bit harder to be moving. And you're likely going to be craving kind of salty, fatty foods because you're tired, you didn't sleep very well. Um, and you're just trying to make yourself feel better. And again, we could all have weekends like that. But if you have a goal of fat loss and every single one of your weekends has an element of that, of course, you might still get there in time. um, But it's much more likely you're going to get disillusioned and you're just going to kind of jack it all in. So do make a plan. Do stick with it. And I really am going to end on this, but I really want you when you start making promises to yourself to really keep them. So once you've got your plan, once you've made your promise, I want you to stick to it because what you're going to start to do is you're going to start to gain a whole kind of library of times you can remember where you did go to a party and you didn't eat. And you're going to start to remember all the weekends where you have managed to stick within your energy goal. And you're going to really start to change your mindset about the type of person you are and all the things you're capable of. So just changing that mindset, thinking and reminding yourself that you are the type of person who's working towards being someone who doesn't always overeat at parties, someone who um, can stick to their calorie target across a weekend. So whatever it is, whatever that little bit of... um, difficulty is for you. You're all individuals. You all have um, different things that you struggle with. So I just want you to really start to get that kind of history of trusting yourself and coming through for yourself. And once you've done it once, it'll probably be the toughest time. And then you can just remember, oh, I still had a really good time at that party, even though I didn't get absolutely wankered and hoover up all the crisps, pretzels, olives. And probably you'll you'll be having a better time. And not only that, on the Monday, you won't be having the anxiety and you won't be um, feeling like you've really sort of stunted your fat loss. So that is my tips for food-centric events, which um, hopefully will be helpful. Do let me know. I really love um, when you guys are giving me feedback about what's helpful. I think that's on lots of people's minds at the moment, though, from check-ins. And the other thing, I have been asked a question about supplements. So very quickly, and kind of off on a a completely different tangent, um, there are two supplements I would recommend you guys taking. One of them 
isn't very controversial at all. Well, neither of them are particularly, but the first one is vitamin D. And I think for most people, it is really recommended that we do supplement with vitamin D. So even if you're outside lots, um, we haven't had that much sunshine, but just supplementing vitamin D is super cheap, um, super easy um, to come by. So do start adding that in if you don't already. And because all of us guys here are training, it's a new supplement to me, but I am noticing a massive benefit and it's um, creatine monohydrate. And again, it's super um, cheap to buy and it is probably one of the most um, well-researched supplements in um, the exercise field because um, creatine increases your exercise performance, which can obviously therefore help with your strength. Um, it can um, decrease your fatigue, improve how fast you're adapting to your training. And there's some research emerging that it can even have benefits for your um, brain health and cognitive function. So um, you do get creatine naturally in lots of animal products. So probably if you're listening to this and you're vegan or vegetarian, you're going to get the most benefit out of supplementing with creatine. Um, however, even as meat eaters, I think there's again really good evidence that it's safe and um, really easy to supplement with. You just need to add three to five grams into water, stir it around and drink it every day. So I've added it in. I definitely think I've noticed an improvement in performance, particularly with fast and explosive movements. So if you are a sprinter or if you are loving your hit and you just kind of want to see if something can help definitely adding in the creatine and monohydrate is a good idea I just buy it from bulk and um, b-u-l-k which is um just online I also get my amazing banana fudge whey protein powder from there um so you can go online if you've got questions there's loads of people chatting about creatine at the moment who are much better informed than me but um if you want some more links to really listen to the geeky um, sports science side of why uh, creatine is such a good thing to supplement with let me know and I will share those links all right guys happy Friday I want to see how you are managing your food centric um, events I want you to tag me um, if you're enjoying the podcast it'd be great if you could share it up to your social we have got a new reset happening on the 26th of July so if you've got a friend who you think could do with just a different way they think diets are broken they think they can't achieve fat loss um, they're feeling really stuck in um, bodies that maybe aren't looking or performing as optimally as they could then do um, send them um, a message you can maybe send them a podcast to listen to I would love to chat with them I would love to help them I would love to sign people up um, for the 26th of July I had thought about not doing it because it's the summer holidays but I know you guys already know this, but this is about a lifestyle change. I want you to know that you can go away on holiday during a six-week reset. 
you can um, have things going on in life that are probably more exciting than usual across the summer holidays and you can still achieve amazing things because this isn't a diet. It is about a change in routine, a change in habits that's going to be really protective and it's going to get you unstuck and feeling, looking and performing at your best. So spread that love. I know how good you guys are at doing that and um, I will speak with you next week. Bye.